Welcome to the Outdoors is My Therapy podcast, your resource that informs, inspires and empowers you to up-level your health and happiness by connecting you with the outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton, founder of the Outdoors is My Therapy movement. I'm also a family-focused outdoors adventurer, a business owner and a mental health social worker. In this podcast, I share knowledge, strategies, tips and tricks to help you get outside into nature, strengthen your health and grow your sense of happiness and well-being. This is episode 10 of the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast. Today, I'm taking you on a journey to the Southern Downs in regional Queensland to give you an overview of some of the walks that you can choose from, whether you're a local or whether you're a visitor to the region. And we'll cover some more walks and some other green spaces that you can visit in future episodes. With people becoming more and more mobile again, coming out of isolation, there are many questions being asked about where to go and what to see. I've lived in the Southern Downs region now for about 25 years, and I really do love exploring around the area. There are plenty of choices when it comes to walking and bushwalking and other activities as well. Whether you're looking for a kid-friendly day out or a heart-thumping, blood-pumping experience, or whether you're looking for a paved walkway that's suitable for wheelchairs and for prams. And before continuing, I'd like to acknowledge and pay my respects to the past, the present and the future traditional custodians and the elders of these lands and the waters that I'm going to be chatting about with you today, namely the Gidable people and the continuation of the cultural, the spiritual and the educational practices of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. So let's begin by me telling you a little bit about the Southern Downs. This region is around about one and a half to two hours drive southwest of Brisbane in Queensland. Or if you're coming from Toowoomba, it's about an hour south. The region goes as far as the New South Wales border and it covers quite a large geographical area with a lot of rural properties. The main towns in the region are Warwick and Stanthorpe, but there are dozens of little towns and villages and communities scattered right throughout. The Southern Downs region is really fortunate to have several large national parks, some state forests and lots of other parklands. And this episode is not going to be a comprehensive list of everywhere that you can go on the Southern Downs and it's not going to give you a description of every walk that's available. But did you listen to last week's episode about how to find a park near you? In that episode, I included some suggestions and some links to some websites that will help you to find out more details about parks, not only in this area, the Southern Downs, but right across Australia. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, episode nine, I'd suggest having a listen to it. We're going to talk about some urban walks first of all, and we're going to start with Warwick. The Southern Downs region promotes five different urban walks that are based in Warwick alone. I'm just going to tell you about one of them. It's a really beautiful walk called the River Walk, and it connects several parks together, and it hugs the banks of the famous Condamine River. 
The Condamine River is part of the longest river system in Australia. Recently, the river walk has been extended and it's fully paved, it's reasonably flat and it's suitable for bicycles, scooters, prams, wheelchairs. There's easy access to toilets, picnic tables, there's car parking, there's a little bit of play equipment, a skate bowl, there's an off-leash area for dogs, plenty of shade And you're pretty close to the CBD and accessing some of our beautiful local cafes. Not far away in Allera, there's a beautiful urban park called Dalrymple Creek Park. And you guessed it, this is a shady park that runs along Dalrymple Creek in Allera. There's a lovely walking trail here that runs along the banks of the creek. You can find toilets, picnic tables, barbecues play equipment here as well. And a little further south in Stanthorpe, Court Pot Creek is an absolute gem and it runs right through the centre of Stanthorpe. Court Pot Creek is flanked by parklands on both banks of the creek and there are extensive walking and cycling paths there that are fully paved. Beautiful gardens, picnic tables, toilets and play equipment that are all really close to the CBD, close to some wonderful cafes and accommodation options as well. You can access this Greenbelt area from quite a few different points along its length, including the Stanthorpe Visitor Information Centre, which I'd suggest is a really good place to park and start your walk from here. While we're in Stanthorpe, we'll have a bit of a chat about Mount Marley. Mount Marley is a small bushland reserve that's right in the heart of Stanthorpe. You can't miss it. It's the only little hill in the area there. It's very popular with locals on their regular walking routes. There are a couple of short marked walking tracks on Mount Marley that go from the base of the hill up to the summit. Those go through bushland so they're not paved there are steps and it is steep and a little bit rocky in places and right at the summit there is a paved circuit which is a beautiful little walk to do it is steep in places though too and there are some stairs on that as well from the summit of Mount Marley you've got a wonderful lookout across the district so it's a wonderful place to take a picnic There aren't many facilities right at the top there though, so perhaps be prepared, take your own food and water with you. On Mount Marley, there are also some mountain bike tracks. So these trails form a fairly small network of mountain bike trails that are going to be expanded later this year. The mountain bike trails are clearly marked and it's really important that we separate the mountain bikers from the walkers for safety. So there are designated walking tracks and designated mountain bike tracks. They do cross over each other in a couple of places and these places are signed. So you just need to keep a little bit of a lookout, especially if you've got children with you who might be running ahead. About 20 kilometres to the northwest of Stanthorpe is Donnelly's Castle in an area known as Pozieres. Donnelly's Castle is a natural formation that's made from the naturally occurring granite rocks and granite boulders that are really famous in the area. 
This part of the Southern Downs is known as the Granite Belt, and for very good reason. Donnelly's Castle is reputed to have been a hideout for the infamous bushranger known as Thunderbolt. And when you go to Donnelly's Castle and you go exploring, you can really imagine how true this legend could be. Because you need to scramble up and around and between and through and over the rocks and the boulders and you come out at the lookout at the top. And from the lookout, you can see for miles and miles around. So you can imagine Thunderbolt standing there on lookout, but you can also imagine him heading back into the boulders for cover. Donnelly's Castle is suitable for kids and for adults. It's a lot of fun exploring this castle. It's not suitable for prams or wheelchairs, though. There is a lot of scrambly sections and there are a lot of tight spots as well. So I do recommend that you closely supervise your young children in the area. I'd also be on the lookout for snakes myself. So do be careful, but it is a lot of fun. At Donnelly's Castle, you'll find a number of picnic tables and a toilet. Okay, let's move on and have a look at some of the national parks in the area. Girraween National Park is about half an hour south of Stanthorpe, and I just love Girraween National Park. It's one of my favourite places to go. I love to escape there during the week if I can, and definitely on weekends as well. Girraween is a really unique landscape of stark contrast. It's quite famous worldwide, actually, for its abundant wildflowers in springtime, as well as for its rugged granite outcrops. Girraween is home to an extensive variety of wildlife. There are so many different birds, different types of kangaroos, frogs and reptiles, as well as other wildlife there. It's also a popular place for people to visit, human visitors, both day visitors and campers. But please note that as I'm recording this podcast episode, so it's early June 2020, the camping grounds have both been closed in the area for quite some time due to severe drought conditions as well as bushfires during 2019 and more recently due to the COVID-19 regulations. So if you're wanting to camp in Girraween, I'd suggest that you do check the website, the National Parks website, before you come out or contact the ranger. The landscape at Girraween changes with the seasons and this is something that I've really grown to love about Girraween, having visited it so many times over so many years. There are quite a few different signed walks, bushwalks at Girraween. They range from as short as 280 metres, which is one that's quite close to the car park in the northern day use area, up to about 11 kilometres long. Although you can, of course, combine some of these walks to make an even longer one. The walks at Girraween have been named after the features in the area, and I just love the names. There's the junction. Granite Arch, the Pyramids, Sphinx Rock, Castle Rock, Turtle Rock, and there's also Mount Norman and Dr. Robert's Waterhole and the Underground Creek. 
There are also some walks that you can do that are not marked or, or signed. Girraween is quite a large national park. This is the national park where I did my very first overnight hike. So there are some bush campsites that you can go to. And along the way, you'll get to see some pretty amazing features that are both man-made and natural. The northern day-use area in Girraween is the main area that people go to. There are toilets, picnic tables and barbecues there, as well as the ranger's station. There is a southern day-use area as well, and there's a toilet and a picnic table there. Girraween adjoins Baldrock National Park, which is in New South Wales. A little further west is Sundown National Park. Sundown National Park can be accessed by most conventional vehicles from the southern entry point near Glenlyon Dam, but there are also a couple of northerly access points. So those northerly access points that come into the National Park have some quite rough and steep tracks from time to time. So four-wheel drive is often recommended to access from those areas. Sundown has walks of varying lengths and difficulty, but they're not all well marked or signposted. So do your research before you head out there. There are also some designated camping areas. Sundown National Park is more remote than a lot of other parks in the region. There are not as many facilities. It does get very, very hot and very, very dry in that area as well. So do check the conditions and come on out there after you've done your research and you've prepared yourself. Main Range National Park is another huge national park in the Southern Downs region. It's divided up into three sections, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about each of those sections. The Goombra section of Main Range National Park is about 40 kilometres east of Allara. There are sections of the access road as you go into the National Park that are not paved, and at times it can be a little difficult for very low clearance vehicles to get access, especially after rain, because there may be several water crossings that you need to navigate to actually enter the National Park. The Goombra section has a day-use area and camping grounds. There are toilets there and there's a variety of signed walking tracks that lead from the camping area or the day-use area, as well as some other walks that lead from the lookout road that takes you up the mountain. Now, I am aware that there's a new private development in construction that's required the the lookout road be closed from time to time recently. So if you're wanting to do any of those walks up along lookout road, you'll need to check with the ranger or check on the National Park's website to see if you can have access. The walks range from less than a kilometre long up to about 12 kilometres long and they are of varying levels of difficulty. But all of the walks in this Goombra section are unpaved There are steep sections and there are plenty of natural obstacles such as tree roots, which can be quite slippery if it's been raining. There are creek crossings on a lot of the walks as well. There are also spectacular views of the surrounding valleys and the ranges nearby. 
on some of the walks you'll see waterfalls, there are water holes, there's rainforest, there's also dry forest. It can be quite warm there as well as quite cool. So many different birds and there are remnants from the logging days as well. There are private camping grounds and private accommodation nearby as well that have more facilities. So if you're looking for a hot shower during your stay, you might prefer to stay somewhere else, but within easy reach of the Goombra section of Main Range. The Queen Mary Falls section of Main Range National Park is accessed from a different area. It's about 45 kilometres east of Warwick. Queen Mary Falls has a day-use area, which is very, very popular. There's car parking, picnic tables, toilets, water and barbecues at the day-use area. And there's a kiosk across the road with a caravan park and accommodation very close by. The closest town to the Queen Mary Falls section is Killarney. There's a walk in this Queen Mary Falls section called... The Falls Walk, (laughs) surprise, surprise. It's about a two kilometre circuit that goes through the forest. It takes you from the car park down to the bottom of the falls and back up again. So it is steep in places. There are some stairs on that circuit and it's really not suitable for prams or for wheelchairs. And also the causeway that's right at the bottom of the waterfall can be a little slippery if it's wet. There is a shorter walk at the falls, which is suitable for prams um, and maybe for wheelchairs as well. And these shorter walks take you to the two lookouts on either side of the falls, at the top of the falls. And they're only about a couple of hundred metres long from the car park. Not too far away from Queen Mary Falls is Browns Falls. Browns Falls can be accessed as you travel from Killarney towards Queen Mary Falls, there's a park on your left-hand side. So you just pull in there at this Brown Falls car park. There's also some play equipment there, some picnic tables, some barbecues and a toilet. If you want to do the little walk to Browns Falls, you follow the walking track under the road and along a watercourse in a more or less easterly direction for about 600 metres. It's not too well defined in places and you do need to scramble or rock hop as you go along. So take care, especially if there's been rain and there's a bit of water in the creek there. When you get to the falls, you will just be amazed. The falls plunge into a beautiful, beautiful waterhole that's surrounded by rock. It's a really beautiful place to stop and be still and maybe have a little bit of a picnic before you head back. The Cunningham's Gap section of Main Range National Park is very popular. Cunningham Scap is at the top of the range on the Cunningham Highway, about 90 minutes southwest of Brisbane or 45 minutes east of Warwick by car. The closest town is Maryvale, which is a lovely little village about 15 minutes on the western side of the range. The Gap is very popular. It's right on the highway. There's a small car park on the northern side of the highway and there's a toilet there as well and an information sign. And there's additional parking along the southern side of the highway. 
Please do take great care if you're crossing the highway. It is a very busy area. There's a lot of heavy traffic through this area. So do follow the signs that have been put there in place for your safety. Most of the walks in the Cunningham's Gap section are accessed from the northern side of the highway where the car park is, although the Mount Mitchell walk is accessed from the southern side. There's an alternative access point to the Cunningham's Gap area, and that's using the West Gap Creek picnic area, which is just on the western side of the Gap. There are two small car parking areas here that are off the highway. It's a little bit hidden. It's not really obvious how to access it, but there's a little track that takes you down to these two small car parks, a beautiful grassy picnic area, toilets, there's water there and picnic tables, and there's access to the Box Forest walking track, which connects the West Gap Creek picnic area with the other walks at the top of the gap. But please do note that as I'm recording this podcast episode, that particular track, the Box Forest walking track, is currently closed due to the bushfires in 2019. The walks at Cunningham's Gap range from around about one and a half kilometres long up to about 12 kilometres long of varying levels of difficulty. But do remember These walks are at the top of main range, so they're probably going to be hilly in some places. The walks take you through some pretty stunning rainforest, although a lot of this had burned during 2019. There are some pretty spectacular views of the valleys around, as well as the other mountain ranges in the area. I do suggest that you check the National Parks website before you head out to check for the latest alerts and closures. Okay, so I've given you a pretty quick snapshot of some of the walks and some of the parks in the Southern Downs region. It's not a complete list or a comprehensive list and I definitely haven't told you about all the walks that are around There are so many different places in the region with all different types of environments and terrains and walks with different levels of difficulty. Do remember that safety always comes first. It's wonderful to get out and about in nature, to get our bodies moving, to be active, and this also benefits our mental health. But safety always comes first. So do prepare and do your research before you leave home. Check the National Parks websites for alerts. Check their webpage for closures, for advice, or contact the rangers of the National Parks that you're interested in visiting. Take plenty of drinking water with you because that's not available everywhere you go. And take your own food. Wear comfortable closed-in shoes that are suitable for the terrain that you're going to be walking in and have a think about what you need to do for sun protection. Follow any signs that are in place and follow any advice from authorities such as staying on track and taking all your rubbish with you as well as the COVID-19 regulations. Be first aid aware and know how to manage snake risk know how to manage snake bite, know how to manage the other little injuries or bigger injuries that you might get on a bushwalk. 
Mobile phone service may not be reliable in all the areas that you visit across the Southern Downs, so don't depend on that. Let someone know where you're going and what time that you expect to be back. And when you do get back, make sure you let them know that you're back. Ensure that your vehicle has plenty of fuel before you set out for some of these national parks, particularly Sundown National Park is a long way from any fuel stations. And if you're looking for more information, you can go to the Southern Downs Regional Council website. You can look on the National Parks website as well, the Queensland National Parks website. You can look at the Visitor Information Centre websites or drop into those centres when they're open. And you can also get information from the Southern Downs and Granite Belt Tourism Group. I'll leave links for those in the show notes below. But let me know your favourite places and spaces for walking in the Southern Downs and further afield. And I'd love you to join us over on our community Facebook group, Outdoors Is My Therapy. We're sharing ideas and we're sharing inspiration over there. That's suitable for no matter where you live or how you love to spend your time outside. Thanks for joining me today and we'll catch up with you in the next episode.